If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. 746, what is it? Sting to see it come to an end. We'll be back. I'm, I'm confident in that. This is more the beginning than it is the end of something. So we got a taste of it. And I mean, the guys are already hungry to get this opportunity again. He's 23 years old in the future of the franchise. Trevor Lawrence, after the Jags season, came to an end in Kansas City. 27-20 Action Sports Jacks. Brent Martineau was there. You know, one of the, the key things that I saw uh, was after the game, when Trevor stood in the locker room area and gave high fives to all of the players and coaches and just was like the last to leave the field and in the ultimate sign of leadership. The future's bright for this kid. Yeah, Rich, I think uh, one of the neat parts about that is that he also took like a, a moment to look back on the field before he entered the tunnel, like uh, soak it in for one second, but also like well, this is the motivation of the offseason. And then the reaction of the players coming in and seeing him and the hugs and the pats on the helmet. And I think you're right. I think uh, here's the deal. He took over this team and this franchise the second half of this year, and it's his. It's his and Doug Peterson's. And where can they take it is now the question. It obviously, games like these come down to a handful of plays. We hear that from all of the coaches to the players to even the analysts and whatnot. And it really was just a handful of plays, especially in the second half. But even that long pass that was uh, uh, not hauled in by Christian Kirk, as you look at it, what were the other ones that stood out most to you that ultimately put them behind? Yeah, I'll give you three. I, I mean, I think there's more like five of them, but I, I really think there's three that maybe if they just make this one, the biggest one, when Mahomes goes out of the game in the second quarter and they drive 98 yards. But before that, before Chad Henney drives 98 yards, uh, he gives one to the Jags. Devon Hamilton tips it. Foye Lewican jumps in front of Tyson Campbell and almost picks it off, and he should have had it. And if he doesn't jump in front of Tyson Campbell, Tyson Campbell probably has it, and it might be a pick six. But if one of the guys catches it, it doesn't matter who. Both could have and maybe should have had it. Uh, they're getting points there. And the opposite is Chad Henney's not getting points there. So that's a 10-point swing, maybe even a 14-point swing. To me, that's the play of the game. Uh, that is the biggest one. And then, of course, everybody's going to reference uh, the Jamal Agnew play as well because he fumbled the football inside the five-yard line. There were still six minutes to go in the game and a chance for the Jaguars to come back. So I think if the, one of those two plays is made, then we might be talking about something different. I think if both of those plays are made, well, the Jags are winners and going to the AFC title game. Indeed. I know Agnew who felt sick to his stomach about it, but he put them in so many great positions, not only in the game Saturday, but throughout the season. Yeah, I think one of the neat parts about uh, the fan base and the football team coming off that game Saturday, and I tweeted this, I just like the perspective of the fan base. I think they're they're disappointed, of course, but they're not angry or mad at one particular player. I think Agnew, you're right, he did so many good things these last two years. Last year, he was the highlight reel for the Jags in a miserable season. And then look at the two kick returns that just to give the Jags a spark and put them in position. And it's just uh, one of those fluky things, you know. He'll, he could make that play a hundred times and only lose the football once and I still think it's questionable it was even a catch 
Uh, he's a really good guy, a good player, and I think I appreciate the fact that the fans didn't jump all over him. I think they respect his game. We were screaming at the TV, hoping that they wouldn't call it a catch, but unfortunately they did. I use my buddy Steven as a litmus test because he is a long time. He grew up in Jacksonville, started going to the game as a season ticket holder during the heydays back in the mid and uh, late 90s. And as he was leaving our house on Saturday night, he said, this is so different than the 2017 team. Is there that sense that this is building for something bigger and for multiple years? It's absolutely different. Uh, Doug Peterson, first of all, it, it makes that different, but really Trevor Lawrence makes that different. You just mentioned he's 23 years old. There was an unknown about Blake Bortles still, and you also knew that some of the veterans on that Saxonville, Jacksonville team weren't going to be around forever. So I think with Peterson and Trevor Lawrence, that's where the difference lies. Plus, this team came out of nowhere. I mean, they, they really – this is fast. They skipped a year in their development. So I think there's – a. There's a lot of difference. In fact, I said, and I want people to think about this, and you can agree or disagree. I think this is the least disappointing finish to a season probably since 1996 for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Every season ends with disappointment or anger or where are you going or what's the direction or why are we picking number one again? Uh, I think this one is more hope and filled with, I can't wait until 2023. Single greatest need you see in the offseason? Is it on the defensive uh, line maybe to get a little bit more pressure on the quarterback? Is it something else? Yeah, I think it is somewhere on that defensive line. Everybody's going to point to the edge. It might be on the interior. And then cornerback is going to be high on the list, too. They need three, although Darius Williams and Tyson Campbell played well on the outside. So I think I'll go with somewhere on the front. They need a little bit more. That offensive line of Kansas City stepped up uh, when Patrick Mahomes got hurt and did not allow anyone to touch him. Here I am thinking that you got all this free time, but then you got the kids who are in softball and baseball season. You're going to catch a break at all. I've got to finish up. Jags uh, uh, actually will clean out their lockers today. And, hey, listen, the NFL doesn't stop, right? Nope. we got Daytona right around the corner, and, and uh, we'll be at the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks for a few days. So, hey, this is a lot of fun. And the, the missed opportunity for the Jags because they are right there, but you really do get the feel that we're going to be doing this uh, for the next few years in January. Indeed. We'll be listening for continuing live team coverage. Brent and friends this afternoon, 3 till 6 on ESPN 690. Remember the AFC and NFC championship games on Sunday are both on CBS 47 and Fox 30.